1: With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears.
2: Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult age 21 and older who dips, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo Zero pouches. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco all proudly made here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR.
3: Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio.
2: Here we go. It is a Thursday. I'm keeping track these days. (laughs) <laughs> Live in Los Angeles, it's the Herd, wherever you may be and however you may be listening. Thanks for making us part of your day. So I had one of those sort of things I have to go do occasionally, like a sales dinner last night, like like a business thing. So I didn't get to watch the first half Lakers Clippers. So I kind of tried to get out of there fast, drove home, no traffic LA at night. And I got there for the second half Lakers Clippers and Lakers really, it was a dud for a long time. It was a, a dud. It was, yeah. But it didn't end. As a dunk. And I was almost, I was on the couch, and I was thinking, I, I, I'm going to go to bed. The Lakers down like eight. And they just don't have it tonight. Paul like George wasn't even playing on them like it's yeah. a dud night. And then LeBron did something, and I can say without hesitation, without hesitation, what LeBron James did last night has never been done especially by a player in year 21 to literally take over a basketball game and be significantly better than anybody on the floor. Do you realize, and there's 22 games left in this regular season, LeBron has scored more points in his 21st year this year than all other players, and most are Hall of Famers, all other players combined in year 21. KG, Moses Malone's an all-timer, A uh, Dirk, Robert Parrish, Vince Carter, and there's 22 games left. You know, it's like the the people, I think, there's always been this, um, and, and mostly in sports you have standings, you know, you know who the best scorer was, the most touchdown passes, but we argue about LeBron and MJ. we got to stop. Michael played 1,200 basketball games, a little more than that. LeBron surpassed that seven years ago, and he's still top of the league now. I don't think he's as good nightly as a Jokic or maybe a Giannis, but on any given night or any given quarter he is, I mean, Michael Jordan at the end, seven years before LeBron quit. And LeBron's got three to four more years. He's going to sign a two- to three-year deal. So Michael at the end was just selling tickets for an unwatchable team in D.C. LeBron scored 34, 19 in the fourth to overcome a 21-point deficit. Do you know LeBron's the second-best scorer in the league in the fourth quarter to Giannis? Like, Michael, Michael at the end wasn't vertical. Now, Michael may have been cooler, and for a six-year stretch, seven-year stretch, the best ever. But but you can no longer compare the two. It's like comparing Sandy Koufax, who maybe had the greatest three-year stretch ever in baseball. Like comparing him to Justin Verlander, who's been a dog, who's been an ace for 17 years. Dude just won the Cy Young like three years ago. You can't compare the two. Apples and oranges, different career. You just, Verlander, body of work, it's different. It, it's You know, it's like... I think Robert Downey Jr. is a great actor. The Avengers, uh, Oppenheim, great actor. You can't compare him to Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro won an Oscar, Godfather II, 1974. Two years later, Taxi Driver, top 10 movie ever. This year, nominated for an Oscar in uh, Killer of the Flower Moon. Haven't seen it yet. Pretty long, I'm told. I'm not sure if I will. Uh, That's 50 years. Uh, Robert Downey's had a hell of a nine-year stretch, but (laughs) I can't compare the two. Longevity matters. And it's not like, you know, these baseball guys that everybody stumps for them to get to the Hall of Fame and they play like 16 years. And, you know, one year they led the league in doubles. And then one year they were led the league in hit-by-pitches. And they're on base percentage. And they may have taken steroids. You're not really sure. No, no, no. I mean, LeBron's been great. Day one, first game ever. Cavalier in Sacramento, great. And he's great last night. I mean, like Michael Jordan in D.C., I mean, if you really remember, I've always said the best thirty for thirty that was never made—the documentary—is the Michael Jordan Wizard years. His teammates couldn't stand him. The team was awful. I saw him play twice live. Michael was good once, not so good another time. But I mean, Michael was like, like, like at the end. It was like going to watch your favorite classic rock band at a state fair. Oh my God, you guys! Blue Oyster Cult, Oreo Speedwagon this weekend. Original basis. Wow! 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 LeBron is u two at the Sphere in Vegas, seven hundred bucks a ticket, standing room only. Again, it's completely different. They don't compare. It's Colfax to Verlander. A lot of things are fun and boutique and amazing, and they make good movies. What he's doing here is silly. I mean, it's just it's it's you know, I remember years ago when people were saying Aaron Rodgers better than Brady, and Maybe his best year was, and maybe for a two- to three-year stretch, Aaron threw a prettier ball, but you can't compare the two. It's two different careers. One guy has a trophy room, not a trophy. Here's LeBron after last night's performance. For me, I just kept it, I kept it consistent. I wasn't taking ill-eyes shots. Um, I stayed
4: in the course of the offense, you know. So my teammates did a great job of continuing to find me, you know. And then I just tried to dictate the tempo, dictate the game, you know. It was just a zone that you just can't really describe it. You, you wish you could stay in it forever, but obviously it checks out, you know, as the game ends. All
2: right, so um, I'm one of these people. I go to work. And then literally when this show is over, Jay, Mack and I maybe grab a smoothie, wipe the makeup off, and we're out the door in five minutes. I, I, I really do appreciate that we have excellent coffee machines, and the Murdoch family's put a lot of money into the facility, and it's nice. There's no question. But I'm here to work. They pay me to work. Come in, 6 a.m., grind, go on at 9 Pacific, done at noon, smoothie, out the door. That's what I'm paid to do. I can appreciate facilities, but I saw this yesterday. NFL player 1,700 voted. Um on teams. Survey of working conditions. And it is pretty embarrassing that the commanders are dead last, and they had the worst NFL owner, in my opinion, ever, in Dan Snyder, and one spot above them is the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> That's kind of embarrassing. And the report card, the treatment of families D plus, uh the food C minus, nutritionist F for the Chiefs, locker room F, training step F. Ownership F minus. Team travel, D, head coach, A+. plus So they like Andy Reid. So Clark Hunt, and they are putting, uh, I think, $800 million into the stadium and facilities. Um, he pays his people. His head coach, highest paid coach in the league. His quarterback, highest paid quarterback in the league. His defensive coordinator, Chris Jones, probably will be the highest paid defensive lineman soon. His defensive coordinator, top two or three pay in the league. He, you know, quarterback, general manager, head coach. He pays his people. A lot of owners skimp on that, struggle with that, but they have beautiful facilities. Miami's owner was the highest-graded owner, Stephen Ross. Seriously? He's a real estate magnate from New York. Shocker. His Miami real estate is amazing. And he loves to show it off to all his billionaire friends. That's what a lot of owners do. I.E. Jerry Jones, look at my facilities. I'd rather you take care of the players and the coaches. I'm sorry. I'm not a big facilities guy. I don't want him to be a dump. But a stadium is a workplace. Facilities are a workplace. The Cowboys have lush facilities. And they've been a soft franchise for 25 years. Seven of the last ten... Super Bowl winners, the owners graded a D. So there is absolutely no correlation. In fact, the inverse is closer to the truth that great facilities equal lots of winning. Years ago, when I was a young Cub sportscaster with a lot of promise and more hair, all of it brown, I worked in Las Vegas. Mike Tyson was ascending into a superstar. Mike Tyson used to work out at a gym called Johnny Toko's Ringside Gym in Vegas. I was there at least once a week. I fell in love with boxing. I'm not sure it had air conditioning. It smelled like the bottom of a boat. It stunk. It was hot and muggy. There was top rank gym. It was shiny and beautiful across town. Mike Tyson liked to train at Johnny Toko's. Hot. Dark uncomfortable and gave him an edge i used to cover oregon football they built a new stadium it got quiet old yankee stadium intimidated players new yankee stadium has better restaurants i'm not a facilities guy i appreciate nice coffee machines but there's a peach around the corner (laughs) all right well colin why can't you have everything why can't you have it all Because it's not the NBA. You don't get everything. Average players don't get great money. That's the NBA. You don't get 12-year contracts. That's baseball. The Patriots, you got trophies. You didn't get the most money. Now, college facilities are often better than pro facilities because of recruiting. You want to show off to kids. But even today, if you talk, and Texas football, by the way, has the bougiest facilities for the last seven, eight years in college football. Show me the titles. Aren't they a little soft? Cowboys, Longhorns, great facilities. Bougie, a lot of money. Wow, look at us. Where's the toughness in primetime games? I don't know. I think there's a correlation between beautiful, amazing facilities and players feeling good about themselves and the owners showing off. But you don't get it all in the NFL. When you were getting trophies in New England, you had to sacrifice pay Tom Brady did for years. That was the deal. If you want the most money at quarterback, Broncos paid Russell Wilson. How are they doing? Now in Kansas City, Mahomes does get the big money. And so does Andy Reid and both deserve it. But this is not this this sport is different. It's not college football where facilities lure people in. In Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers always got a great offensive line and no chaos. Bet they have cooler facilities in New York with the Jets. How's that working out for you? They've gone cheap on the offensive line. It stinks. Four plays, he's out. You cross your fingers he doesn't get hurt again this year. I'm sorry, but it's not the NBA. You don't get everything. Average players don't get massive contracts. You don't get guaranteed deals forever. Tom Brady and his prime could have been cut. Now, Kansas City is adding $800 million to it. And listen, not everybody can be Joe Lacob of the Warriors. Those facilities are a cash cow, a revenue machine. But the Bay Area is a lot wealthier than Kansas City. 28-year-olds in Silicon Valley are pulling down seven figures and they'll pay 19 bucks for a cocktail and 17 for a beer and 12.50 for popcorn the size of my small coffee cup. It's different. But one of the things I like about the NFL is there's no correlation between that stuff and winning. Seven of the 10 last Super Bowl winners their owners got D's. But hey, we love our we love our guy in Miami the real estate magnate showing his facilities off, a real estate guy, to his friends. Congratulations. I'd take a better old line in Miami. J-Mac, I'm all fired up on facilities. And I do. We have here at Fox amazing upgrades and coffee machines. Right now, very Bluestone Lane, excellent. Ooh. But what I like most of all is my staff is twice the size of the former place. Which, by the way, I continually lost people because they wouldn't pay him a reasonable salary Mm. to produce a radio show and a TV show. They pay the people. They build the staffs. You have support. It's a team. It's a community. I like that I have a parking garage. But I'll park across the street for a better staff and people being treated. Mm. Years ago, I worked in local news. And uh, I'm not going to name the news director. A very fine gentleman. He loved equipment. And so our staffing was small, but we had a great helicopter. Oh, oh, you, oh, you should have seen our editing bays. But we never had enough people. Yeah. Our vans were the best in town. Pay the best people. Spags, Andy, Mahomes, Kelsey, Reed, uh, Sneed the Corner. They're going to franchise tag him. They're going to pay McDuffie in two years. Rasheed Rice is going to get it eventually. Like, they're paying the people. Oh. Their scouting department, by the way, is outstanding. For years and years, like the Cincinnati Bengals, by the way, for years and years, don't have a general manager. The owner does so it. So it, the priorities, and, and I, everybody's going to say, why can't you do both? Because nobody gets everything. Kansas City's great. Their weather's no good. Their yeah. summers are hot. Their winters are brutal. If you want perfect weather, come to Los Angeles. But the Chargers have been dysfunctional. <laughs> you don't get everything. You don't get perfect weather, most pay, best facilities, longest contract, all guaranteed.
4: It doesn't work that way in the NFL. Yeah. The cap is harder do I sound like an old curmudgeon No no not at all I mean if you had if you kept on you know pumping up Michael Jordan as you were earlier maybe you would but uh a reasonable take by you yeah mm-hmm. I like a good cafeteria I'm not gonna lie and we like, do the, and we have them the food options here at Fox are oof, yeah awesome stu- you see what I eat for lunch okay I you, don't do breakfast but uh, you literally
2: yeah. do on average a pork loin Stop. garlic mashed potatoes and a chef's salad for lunch during the show yeah. Smells like a zagat-rated restaurant downstairs. (laughs) Be sure to
3: catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app.
1: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
2: Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy. 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D.
3: and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.
2: You're now entering the No Bull Zone, sponsored by Credible, Great Rates, None of the Bulls. So according to sources, college football, I thought they were going to have a 12-team playoff. I thought it was all set in stone. (laughs) I'll be happy for anything more than four. Apparently now there's a new 14-team model Uh, to include three automatic spots from the Big Ten and the SEC, uh, two ACC Big 12. So 10 spots guaranteed. I don't have a problem with it. Um, A lot of people listening to this show are into sports tradition, the rearview mirror of sports, coins, baseball cards, memorabilia. Knock yourself out. It's not me. I like to stay current. Not my thing. Um, All I want is more big games. I would give you the holiday bowl, the citrus bowl, the pop tart bowl. I'd give you every single bowl. You can take all of them, and I watched and loved all of them for years. I don't anymore, and I don't care. I'm good at quitting stuff. Maybe that's it. Maybe not a good, great quality, whatever. I just I can quit the holiday bowl. I'll be fine. It was sponsored by a credit union for a while, may still be. I think we'll be fine. I didn't even know they existed. I want the SEC and the Big Ten week one conference play. I don't need Bama against Mercer or Ohio State against Youngstown State. But, Colin, that's how Youngstown State survives. Well, then maybe they shouldn't have a program if that's what they need to survive. Seriously. Georgia, Western Kentucky, that's bad for the sport. Week one, I want Bama, Texas, Oklahoma, LSU, Michigan, Washington, Penn State, UCLA, give me big games. I don't need to warm-up. That's tailgating. We need more big games in college football. So if that means going from 12 to 14, I am for it. I want big games week one, week eight, and at the end of the season. That's why I've said the SEC getting Texas-Oklahoma, I'm for it. I increasingly struggled to watch 63 to 58 Big 12 games. It was flag football. Pac-12, I love it. Fans didn't care much. Look at the attendance outside of Washington and Oregon. I would eliminate every bowl game and be totally cool with it. For a 12 to a 14 to a 16-team playoff. 14-team playoff works in the NFL. So if we go to a 14 playoff and we had to eliminate all the Pop-Tart bowls, I'd eliminate the citrus, Outback sugar, whatever it takes If you give me seven big brands against seven big brands, you eliminate all this nonsense that litters the sport. College football's quality at the highest level is great. I love the playoff this year. Texas and Washington and Michigan and Alabama. But the sport is too often a menu, and 75% of the stuff on the menu, the 19 pages, is inedible. Go to a good restaurant. They have a sheet, eight things, all good. That's what the NFL does. Even they're bad or competent. There's no reason ever to see Mercer on my television. Ever. Never. I'm not interested. Nobody is. Bama, the dynasty for 10, 12 years at one point, was struggling to sell home seats. Why? Western Kentucky, 38-6 at half. More big stuff. And if that means 12 teams, 14-team playoff, eliminating bowl games, sign me up. I love the windshield of sports. I got no interest celebrating the rearview mirror at all. Maybe that's a me problem. Maybe it's a you problem. That's where I feel about this. Adapt or die. And I love the idea. (laughs) I thought it was all finalized. They're still tweaking it. To this hour, they're tweaking it. Just get me more
4: big games, J Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the herd news. Fourteen is fascinating. I mean, d- the breakdown of like would four teams get buys at the uh, I'm, I'm, like just reading it. I'm like, I like it. More, the more the merrier, right? It just give me right now
2: college football. You get the Big Ten championship game or something like late November, first week of December. Then you take a month off. Yeah. Let's make December count. Instead of these bowl games, which increasingly nobody's going to, and I see the ratings, nobody's watching. So, like, like stop clinging on to stuff that nobody really deeply cares about. Yeah. Like, we all got rid of our Rolodex. Like, I know it was on our desk for 30 years, but nobody woke up and said, I love my Rolodex. iPhone, you're, you get rid of it. Alarm clocks, it's on your phone, you got rid of it. If you can get rid of stuff that's average and elevate to great games for four weeks in December... 14, just you know, give a team or two a buy, and it's big brand against big brand. Yeah. December in college football is games in Shreveport in bad weather that nobody wants to watch. Like, I'm over it,
4: yeah. Uh, all right, let's get started with the NFL here. Me, Cole Hardman. We talked yesterday about his calling out of the Jets, took some shots on somebody's podcast. Well, inside New York, there was a belief. That Hartman was frustrated with his usage and leaked the team's game plans to the Eagles and Chiefs when the Jets faced them. Oh Sauce Gardner hinted at it, but then deleted his tweet. Another player kind of hinted at it. Um was it? So jet it, players think that the Jet players also thought they were gonna be good this year. Listen, settle down. Settle down, okay? Uh Hardman was very unhappy that he wasn't being used a lot when no. they weren't throwing the ball, special teams. Yeah. Listen, I, I find it hard to believe he would leak a game plan to the Eagles. The Chiefs, maybe, but they leak well, it to. Well, well, the what Eagles? do you mean?
2: He, what do you mean he calls Andy Reid and lays out what they're going to do? I watched the Jets offense. There wasn't out. much
4: to leak. There were a lot of leaks in the offense. There wasn't a By lot way, to leak. The Jets started out horribly against the uh, Chiefs if memory serves, and then stormed back and made it interesting. Um, <laughs> okay. I don't know. That just seems like uh, I mean Hardman. Seems By the like way. A jerk
3: move
2: when McCall Hardman came out and based on experience said something that appears to be reasonably true which is there's a standard with the Chiefs that I didn't see with yeah, the Jets That's fair. the Jets protecting their brand, a puncher comes out and rips him and now there's these we think no, he no. I, I said yesterday because McCall Hardman, game winning touchdown Super Bowl isn't a great
4: player doesn't mean he doesn't have great access or honest opinions Okay, so two things can be true. A, the Jets cannot have any of the traits that you need to win a championship, the helmets on the ground. All that stuff can be true. You know what else can be true? Hardman was salty that he wasn't playing, that he got bypassed in the rotation for punt returns. But that's by, by a free, that, that can also be true. Yeah, but that's
2: a big claim that McCall Hardman's giving a game
4: plan to a team. That's a that's a whole that different is, claim. Well, by the way, did Nicole Hardman shoot that down in any way, shape, or form? Well, after that came the, out? You know, I
2: mean a credible reporter. You know what? People have said things about me. I don't give it oxygen. There's no reason to even discuss that if he believes it's ridiculous. Don't give things oxygen and get into a battle. Don't punch well, a down a minute, to some well,
4: hunter. How about this? Don't start something you can't finish. Okay? Hardman started this by going on the pod and taking a dump on the Jets, which is fine. A lot of people take shots. But when they start firing back, you can't just duck and run for cover. That's not how it works, Colin, right? He's got I to think if you're addresses. a
2: Kansas City Chief and have the game-winning touchdown, <laughs> punching down is a waste of your time. Let inferior people say all they want. Don't hand them your IG account. Don't hand them your audience. Don't hand them your
4: relevance. He's a relevant player. The Jets are not I relevant. I can't wait for the Jets-Chiefs playoff game next year. And, uh, okay. Car. <laughs> All right. They're not going to the playoffs. Fine. Next up, uh, the Bears, the number one pick uh, in the draft. GM Ryan Poles did not rule out the possibility of trading it. But um, a radio host in New York, Boomer Esiason, disagrees with that strategy. He said that the Bears, if they pass on Caleb Williams, then Poles should be fired. Um, I'm not going to take shots at Boomer Esiason like I did last time. But I'll let you, I'll let you take this from Colin. Wait, 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 firing the GM if they pass on Caleb Williams?
2: Uh, well, no, I mean if they drop to number two, they think Drake May is good, and they also get four number ones or whatever. You can't. No, it's that's over the top. I, I don't. First of all, I don't like you. I mean, Brandon Staley was somebody infrequently. I'll be like, that's not working, and I don't know if Ryan. Is good at what he does. I, there's a couple moves he's, I like. The Chase Claypool, uh, I didn't like. The Montez Sweat, I loved. And we loved it before he played well. We said the day they made that move, that's a great move by him. So he's, like every GM, he's made great moves and he's missed. And the
4: DJ Moore trade with Carolina. I like that. that. That was, that was stole a that. Great, yeah. yeah. So
2: he's made some good moves. Uh, the Vilas Jones third round pick, I did not like at all. Said it at the time. So I don't know. I don't. That, that feels a little hot to me. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, again, Let's just play, play pretend. So all of a sudden they come out and they go to the number three pick, and they can get let's say Jaden Daniels, and they end up getting from you know New England or something. They end up getting two firsts and two seconds, and you're getting somebody who you your scouts say we think he's a franchise quarterback. I'm not saying I would do that. I would take Caleb absolutely, but if your scouting department comes in. I mean, these scouting departments come in and they say, listen, we can get 80% of Caleb and four elite picks to go on with our picks. You know, so I, I think I, I always, you know, do this or be fired. It's a little hot for me. Yeah. That's
4: typical, you know, shock well, jock. Let's, kind of guy. Well, let's, come uh, on. It, not shock jock. I mean, listen, that is shock jock. That's drive time rate. You well, love to whatever. take shots at guys in Topeka. Can it, no you can take a shot at it, Boomer. Come on. I have no interest in. Okay. in yes. All right. Uh, final story Luka Doncic, my guy. They're 25 years old this week and led the Mavs to a dominant win over the hapless Raptors with a trip-dub 30-11 board, 16 assists. Looks a little heavy to me. Stop it. Come on. This is his 11th triple-double of the season. Yeah. The first player in league history to record a 30-point triple-double on his birthday, Colin. By the way, most 30-point triple-doubles in NBA history, Luka Doncic already third in the history of the league. He's 25 years old. I know people don't want to hear this. But there are very few players in NBA history who have accomplished as much as Luka has by the age of 25. He is... Mm. I mean, he's on a different look, level. Look
2: at, look at some of the guys he's around. A lot of trophies there.
4: Yeah, they, they didn't win trophies before they were 25. Uh, did I mean, how many t- How many trophies for James Harden? Oh, that's right. Andy. I like Luka. I hmm. think... Oscar Robertson got one like at It'd end of his It would be nice if he uh, didn't stop at half court and played a little defense. Oh, but... stop! What? <laughs> well, yeah. So what... Honestly... <laughs> who do you like less Luca or Jason Tatum
2: Jason Tatum plays defense Luca's a better offensive player Jason Tatum's a winning player Luca's a sensational offensive player <laughs> Well, he's number one in ball usage in the league, meaning he's got the ball in his hands all the time, which if you look at the history of guys who are number one in ball usage, Harden, it doesn't translate. It's exhausting, and by the time you get to May, players don't have a lot of juice. So I think his his ball usage should come down. I think he should play better defense. I think he's a great scorer. I've been watching this league since 72. A lot of guys score a lot of points. Who's hoisting the trophies? When Michael Jordan, when Bill Jackson and his brilliance told Michael, you want to win scoring titles? Or do you want to score a little less and pass a little more and win, win trophies? Yeah. So Six, it's what, sixteen what, assists. I guess is not passing enough. Well, I mean, if you have the ball in your hands all night, sixteen assists.
4: Probably you start the game yeah. with nine. <laughs> he's having I mean, the guy. He, he, what what can't he do? don't say don't play defense. Some of the numbers this year. Some of the numbers say he's been. I'm not even. I'm not. Yeah, I know you're laughing, but some of the numbers. Mavs fans have pulled them up. The analytics crowd. He's like a top ten defender in the post against certain players. Now I know he's guarding weaker. Out. He's a
2: top ten defender in the post yes, against th- certain players. Again, I, I'm
4: not. This is not make the, the Mavs fans have pulled the stats in there. They track now. Who's the player? He's not guarding one of the Plumley play- brothers. <laughs> I saw him over the weekend, one of the Plumleys. Tried to recruit him to my basketball team. Uh, I was I'm like, sure if you, you want to win a real banner, come join <laughs> the Foxes. You're not winning with them. J-Mac
2: with the news. Well, that's the news.
1: And thanks for stopping by.
2: The herd Lie News. We got a lot of stuff today. We do. I probably should never wear a gray shirt with this big head of white hair. But, you know,
4: you, sometimes you just got to roll it there. Uh, did you guys win last night? Did you post a big W? Uh, uh, games tonight. I was at I was at one of your favorite restaurants last night. A lot of lot of herd fans there. Should hey, we say. For
2: the record, tonight Warriors play the Knicks. I'm not sure if Jalen Brunson plays, but that's an interesting game. I'll tell you right now, Celtics net Nuggets. Best teams in the league, no dispute. And everybody loves Minnesota OKC, but I think OKC is too young to win the West, and Minnesota yeah. is a team that I I like a lot of it. I don't know if I trust Ant Edwards and Cat in the playoffs and Rudy Gobert. Keep your eye on the Warriors. Uh, Keep our, your uh, eye on this team. They are playing. I watched them play Denver. They outplayed them for three quarters. De- they don't match up with
4: Denver at all. It was a very good game. Yeah. Golden State is very good. I have a incendiary take on the NBA playoffs. I don't know if you want me to save it for next hour, third hour. It's It's spicy. You're probably not going to like it, just FYI. It's very it's, it's next-level thinking, so you, oh, you definitely yeah, won't well, like it. Don't get that here much.
0: <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific.
2: Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more
4: about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you
2: stories. You download it, you listen to it, I think you'll like it. Listen
3: to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.
1: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel? It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
2: Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlay. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours.
0: Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred gambler or in West Virginia, visit www1800 gamblernet In New York, call 877 8 Hope and Y or text Hope and Y 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888 789 7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 Plus, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance cdkng.co/vball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This
3: episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise, set several generations after the last installment, in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now you know it is it is
2: i i've said this i always appreciated this like i think there are certain comps and i understand the lebron michael stuff but it is weird it has a sandy koufax like justin verlander feel like verlander's been great for it's a de niro uh robert downey jr yeah. both great mm-hmm. one won an oscar in 74 and may get another one here in right. 2024 lebron's doing stuff and i've said this he's not the best consistent player in the league but there are nights like last night He's easily the best player on the floor of two really good teams. Did it feel like that?
5: 100%. I mean, LeBron is a transcendent player, and that was a transcendent performance last night. He has never done anything like that before. That's crazy when LeBron, who's in year 21, gets to something he's never even done before, you know it is a very big deal. So that is just phenomenal, what he did last night. Obviously, offensively, hitting all those threes was terrific, but the fact that he played great defense, he bothered Kawhi on that last shot, and when they started doubling him and just kind of made it impossible for him to to get to the basket, he had all the right passes to all the right teammates who he had given a ton of confidence to. So, you know, I've been saying it's it's like the Toby Keith line you know i'm not as good as i once was but i'm as good once as i ever was right i mean that's what lebron is right now he cannot be the lebron of his mvp seasons in miami every single night for 82 games plus three months of the playoffs but man when he puts it out there nobody can match in the league what he does on the nights that he is as hot as he is
2: because they have players on the roster, the Clippers, that have had um Kawhi's had some great postseasons, but Paul George I think to some degree unfairly has been criticized for his playoff performances. I think he's better than people think. Yep. James Harden has run out of gas. Westbrook's mm-hmm. been very hot and cold. Nobody necessarily, myself included, trusts. The Clippers in the postseason is last night an indictment. Is there anything you watch and think, man, that 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 felt like a playoff game at the end, and they didn't have it?
5: I, I don't. I don't think so. I'm not spinning out a much larger judgment. Look, nobody should be up 21 points in the fourth quarter and lose, no matter who you have out on the floor. But you do have to remember, two of their five starters were out. Right. Mm -hmm. And Paul George, in particular, he is a backbone of that team. He is a plus player in every game, not even by a little bit. And 21 points is not what it used to be in the last few years alone. The Clippers themselves have been down more than 30 points and come back to win games. And other teams around the league have done it, too. So you can't look at this and be like, man, they can't handle anything anymore. Right. but I do worry about the Clippers handling length. Yeah. There are some other big teams in the Western Minnesota, Conference. Denver. Minnesota, Denver. Denver, and the Lakers with yeah. AD um and and LeBron. And I, I just think that this would have been a good win for them, especially without zoo But it didn't happen. They didn't have Zubat. I mean, we'll have to see what happens. But they do have to figure out that how-to-play-length problem before they get to the playoffs.
2: One of the things I've always I've always liked players like Drew Holiday, because um, we talk about stars and mobility in the NBA a lot, but the mm-hmm. truth is LeBron's been mobile and successful. KD's moved around. Probably should have never left the Warriors. Yeah. We also talk about stars a lot. Or, but or should have
5: gone to the next. I'm just going to keep banging that drum.
2: <laughs> but there's also players in this league that are wildly valuable, and they don't get discussed a lot. So really one key player changed the Bucks and Celtics, Drew Holiday. Yep. Milwaukee is not close to the same team. And Boston looks like, I mean, significantly better than the rest. I think the Celtics are much better than the rest of the East, than even Denver is against the West. I think there are teams that could give Denver. I don't think anybody plays with Boston. Um, The Milwaukee situation they had a coach with a winning record, they got rid of him. Yeah. Like the doc thing. I know ESPN was unhappy. He just (laughs) jettisoned them. What do you make of Milwaukee and Boston now? Is it a Drew Holiday thing? Should we be worried in Milwaukee? I mean, Giannis, Rachel, he's gotten a little westernized. He was such a nice kid. (laughs) Now he talks about get me this, fire this. If Milwaukee is a one and done, is Giannis there?
5: I mean, look, you don't win anything in professional sports by being nice. So I have no problem with Giannis knowing what he wants, asking for what he wants. That is the modern NBA. And look, I personally would not have fired Adrian Griffin with that record. Yeah. Um, But we all know that playoff... Wins are different than regular season wins. And if they felt within that organization, if in the locker room among the players, they felt this guy is not a playoff coach and we are trying for the finals. We are not trying to have a nice showing in the second round. That is, I assume, why they felt they needed to make a change. And we've seen so many teams, right, who are good regular season teams and then they just cannot handle a playoff environment. I am curious to see if the Bucks turn into sort of the opposite. They have Damian Lillard. Yeah. They have Giannis Antetokounmpo. They have other good players. And in Doc Rivers, obviously, everyone has talked about his record in seven-game series, et cetera, et cetera. But he is a championship coach who has won a title. He's won big games in a lot of really hardcore playoff situations. And I'm curious to see if when the rosters are – you know, the bench is shortened and all the other stuff – whether that team performs better in the postseason than we have seen so far. But I will say I agree with you on the Celtics. No matter how much better the Milwaukee Bucks get, the Celtics are so clearly the class of not just the conference, but...
2: You can watch them on any given night. They went. They go to Philadelphia. Now, obviously, Embiid's not there. But when you watch them on a consistent basis against Eastern teams, they, they just
5: destroy Road. everyone. So so with Boston, to me, the question isn't really, are they coming out of the East? Anything can happen. And the people in Milwaukee, I, I mean, in uh, Miami right now, I hear, t- you know, screaming at their televisions. But wait, there's us. Never forget us. We've beaten Boston a couple times when right. it counts in the playoffs. But um I, I really think the question for them is, can they beat a Denver, let's say, if that's who they match up with in the finals? And those are the most likely teams to get there yeah. and I just I don't know I think for the Celtics it's not championship or bust because obviously they're a young team if they don't win this year they're going to be able to come back next year I do think for the psyche of that Boston team absolutely right they they lost to the Warriors in a finals in a series that, in a frankly, home game
2: they had control they of the series have have and got yes and yes. they got dogged at home
5: yep and then even that series against the Heat last year and again no disrespect to Miami because that team we've seen just comes alive in the postseason but they should have Boston should have won that series. Yeah, yeah. And the fact that they didn't. So if they do make it to the finals again this year, I think for their sort of mental who are we? What can we be? Are totally we a championship agree. group? They kinda need to win this year, otherwise I wonder if they'll do a little tinkering over the summer.
2: Yeah, that's what I feel as well. So New York tonight uh plays Golden State Warriors are a fascinating team usually after a dynasty Michael Jordan's team the Heatles, you kind of bought them out for a few years yeah. they have kind of pivoted they hit on a draft pick kind of the next clay Kaminga's pop Chris Paul back they're actually really mm-hmm. Draymond has been great Wiggins who was bad early now has found his role in his groove so I, I like Golden State tonight in that game As somebody that uh, is a Knicks fan, I thought they would – now, they've had injuries to Julius Randle, but I do feel it's pretty obvious when you watch them and you see a Denver or even a Lakers Mm -hmm. or a, a, a Golden State or you see a Boston, I feel like they're missing a piece, an offensive piece. Were you surprised they didn't make a move at the deadline?
5: Uh, I wasn't only in that there wasn't something out there that felt like to me, oh my God, we have to have this. I think the OG Ananobi move, which was what, a week and a half before the deadline or two weeks before the deadline, whatever it was, was their deadline move. Um, I I think that they have more to do though. I agree with you. They have a missing piece to be a championship. Level team. Fortunately, they have the assets to do that. Yeah. So whether it's this summer, whether it's before next year's trade deadline, I expect them to do something big, and I expect it to make a big impact.
2: So finally, um, I think Victor Wembanyama is fascinating. Man, I'm old school. He's there's, so there's, fun. Yeah. There's a little Uh It's um, you know these guys now. These European players come down the wing at seven three, put it on the deck. I mean, it's it's just a whole different ballgame. You yeah. can't you, – you, you, bottom line is you can't hand-check, so everybody gets to the basket, and there's no bigs at the rim because they're all out in the perimeter shooting – when you covered him, when you've been at games, what's what's the atmosphere like with yeah,
5: him? Yeah, I saw him just a couple of weeks ago at a game, and he is just, I mean, people's jaw drop. On TV, he looks great, but I promise you, in person, it is an entirely different experience. <laughs> it looks like he can do anything he wants. Yeah, uh, He was playing against the Lakers. He made Anthony Davis look small. I mean, LeBron said, I looked over, and Anthony's looking like you know, a regular-sized person over there. Um, if he played on a better team... I think he would be a strong candidate for defensive player of the year yeah. right now as a rookie. And he still has more progress to go. I said, uh as he entered the league, I said to me, if he is able to stay healthy, he already has displayed he has the drive. If he is able to maintain that... He could be a top-ten player of all time, and that is not something you say about guys who haven't played a bounce yet in the NBA. But to me, it seemed obvious, and i got to say, nothing has changed my mind in the last three or four months. Chet Holmgren,
2: similar body type. Mm -hmm. We worry about Wemby, but more Chet Holmgren. Will they be pushed around? I heard a lot of scouts say pushed around. But you watch the offensive game of Chet and Wemby, and you're like, these kids... I mean, these these guys, are you're talking seven-footers that can put it on the deck and beat you off the dribble. It's uh, insane. And
5: remember what Giannis looked like as a rookie, right? Using yes, yes, the before yes. and after pictures. Yes. I mean, he looks like a totally different body and a totally different person. Get Victor Webanyama in an NBA strength and conditioning program. He's yep. already started to put on some muscle. Yep. I expect that to continue.
2: Rachel Nichols. All right. Great seeing you. She Great got a good one you. last night as the Lakers came roaring back from a 21-point deficit. I was almost turning it off. <laughs> People were leaving, and LeBron did a LeBron. Hour two, we go to NFL Combine, which there's a lot of stuff. Justin Fields, my wife, said, Colin, be nice to the Bears. Can you, can you rip another team,
3: please? <laughs> it's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff.